Tech Talk. Tech Talk with Jess Kelly. This is News Talk. Welcome along to Tech Talk. This is Jess Kelly with you here on News Talk. Coming up over the next hour, the iPhone 15 has a USB-C port, but is that enough to warrant an upgrade? Ten years after going bust, we'll look back at the legacy of Bebo, and I'll give you another chance to win a 55-inch TV from Telefunken. As always, you can email the show techtalk at newstalk.com or you'll find me on Instagram at jesskellynt. Uh, But we're going to start this week with Apple because on Tuesday at 6pm, the company unveiled the iPhone 15 alongside the Watch Series 9. Kira O'Brien of the Irish Times joins me now. Uh, Kira, will you just start by running us through what exactly they unveiled? So we got the usual of what we were expecting, which was the iPhone 15. We got an updated watch and an updated watch ultra and some extra stuff about iCloud plus plans, which went down very well. But probably the average person is more interested in the phones. And, look, you know, what we're looking at now is kind of very iterative phones. You know, they're not doing any major jumps like they would have done before. You would have got like a super duper camera, whatever on it. The, the technology is so good these days that it's very hard to kind of to have that kind of splashy new feature that they would have had, you know, maybe six, seven, eight years ago. Uh, so what we did, what got was, I suppose for most people, the Pro Max is the big difference because they've increased, the, they put a, a super zoom camera on that, well, for the iPhone anyway, a super zoom camera. So it's instead of just getting a three times zoom camera, now you get a five times zoom camera, which doesn't sound like much when you put it down in raw figures, but when you see it in person, there is actually a very big difference. Uh, it means you can get closer to things. And there's basically, if you have the Pro Max now, there's basically seven lenses in one camera because of a few changes that they've made. So you do get a significantly better camera. Um, how many people are going to want to pay out for that now is another question. Uh, but we did get a price cut for mm-hmm. all the phones and the watches. So between 50 euro and 100 euro, depending on the device. Uh, and people might be saying, oh, but the, 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 the price for the, the, the Pro Max is the same. It is, but it's not. The price for the entry level Pro Max, the lowest storage you can get is the same, but they've changed it from a 128 to a 256. So you're actually getting more storage for the same amount you would have paid last year for less. So that's good news. Um, usually we get the other way. And if you think about last year, there was a price hike for, for European users last year, mainly because of uh, the exchange rates, and that's fallen back a bit. So we finally feel a bit of the benefit from that. So um, so a lot of the changes, as I said, a lot of people will see as incremental. Uh, but that the days of, of you know upgrading your phone every year, or even every two years is gone now. Like Most people sign up now to a two-year contract minimum. You don't have to upgrade your phone to get, you know, the best battery or the best camera because the one that you have will probably do you three, four years. And that's what some of the analysts I was talking to said, you know, they've, they've seen the replacement cycle lengthen to more than three years, four years in some cases. Mm. Um, they changed on the Pro Max, they on the Pro version, they've changed uh, that little slider you had on the side that would you'd use basically just as a mute button. And very few people actually used it. They they. Flicked it once maybe, and then that would be the end of it. Uh, they've changed that now to an action button, which, you know, again, doesn't seem like much, but you can actually customize it to pretty much anything on your phone. So I would use a recorder most often, so I can change that action button to be a one push for recording, uh, which is, is great. And using Siri shortcuts, you can actually pretty much map it to anything that you want. So anything that you want your phone to do, you can assign a shortcut to it and then put it onto that button so that you can just do all of these things with the press of a single button. 
Mm. And they also changed the design a bit as well. So the actual the iPhone Pro and the Pro Max are actually a fraction, like it is a fraction of an inch, a few millimeters smaller and and thinner and not quite as wide as the last lot because they changed the frame to a titanium frame, which instantly makes it a lot lighter. And again, like some people didn't like that. They thought, you know, it meant made it feel a bit less substantial, which they in their head equates to cheap. But it's actually quite it's, it's a significant difference when you have it in your hand. I mean, I was holding my my 14 Pro and the 15 Pro Max in my hand. And even though it's actually not lighter with the case and stuff on it, you know, it did feel that the the Pro Max, the 15 Pro Max was actually lighter than my existing phone, which was a bit of a weird experience. Mm. And we also have the USB-C connection, which is, you know, we all knew that was coming. That's not something that Apple has, has uh, kind of driven itself. It's something that's being forced into by the, the European Commission. So now there's no more, does anybody have an iPhone charger? It's, you know, it's USB-C across the board. There's slight differences between the USB-C you get on the Pro Max and the Pro and the ones you get on the 15 and the 15 Plus, because it's to do with the data transfer speeds. But you know, most people aren't really going to care about that. But we saw some pretty cool stuff like with the camera where you can basically use the, the Pro and the Pro Max uh, for, you know, basically t- taking shots and directly from the camera and sending them straight to a computer over this high-speed USB-C connection. And it was, you know, it was kind of, it was interesting. It was interesting to see how all of this is going to work. Yeah, I, I like I was saying during the week that the USB-C thing seems to be the most exciting change and of all the stuff you've just listed there would probably be the thing that would make me shimmy over to the iPhone 15 purely because it means I've got less clutter and junk in my house. Um, But I remember talking to you last year about the 14 and you did just exactly what you did there, a brilliant overview of the key features and all the rest. And yet you and I both said... If you've got a 13, there's no real mad urgency to shimmy up to the 14. If you still have your 13, is there a massive difference in going from the 13 to the 15 or is your 13 still all right? Not, especially if you're on the Pro Max already or on the Pro, there's not a huge difference. Now, where you will see the differences with the 15, um, they've made it a 48 megapixel camera. It's a bit more versatile. I would say, look, if you're on a 12 or an 11, you know, maybe now is the time to upgrade, but I'd say 11 uh, or below, definitely, you know, you'd see, a, you'd see a huge difference. If you're on a 14 or a 13, you're not going to see as big a difference. Now, the 15 and the 15 plus, which are basically the, 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 the kind of the base models for the iPhone now, I mean, you do get the dynamic island on that as well. And that look, that was a really mocked feature when it was brought in. People were were putting all sorts of things in this I love dynamic it. island. But actually, I, 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 everyone I've spoken to has said exactly the same thing. We mm. kind of looked at it at first and went, hmm, yeah, useful, not essential. But it's probably one of the things I use most on my phone. And now you have that on the 15 and the 15 plus. So if you're on kind of like a 13 or you're on a 12, I'd say... You know, it, if you can get a good deal on it, the 13, the urgency isn't there. The 14, definitely not. I mean, I can't see any reason really to upgrade. You know, I'd be holding off for another year. But then I don't think I don't think that Apple are really pushing people to do that upgrade. I mean, they've they've made a big deal about making the phones more repairable as well. So now it's actually if you've got the they did it last year with the the um the 14 but if you've got if you're buying the 15 um pro or pro max that's actually more repairable now because they've made some changes to how it works if you smash the black back glass on your phone 
you don't have to have the whole chassis replaced. So it's a much cheaper and much easier repair. And this is what I want to see from, you know, from companies. Make your stuff more repairable. Apple talked an awful lot about their uh, their their jump in and their 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 gains that they've made in kind of environmental side of things. So you know, using recycled cobalt in batteries, using recycled aluminium, and the the watch, the Apple Watch Series Nine, I think is their first carbon neutral product, depending on what strap you put on it. And that's you know, they, they ditched all the leather from all their accessories as well. Now they're using kind of recycled materials in this new fine woven um, material that they're going to put on cases and wallets and all that stuff. So you know, they have made a big deal about. Uh, their their environmental credentials uh, and that's been generally well received so I think you know to have that but then also say to people oh we really want you to upgrade from last year's phone to this year I don't think you know it, it it's not I don't think that's where they're going with this I think they're basically saying look if you if you have a phone that's a few years old and you need an upgrade great this one will last you a few years as well because Apple has got really good support for its products past what you would expect. So most people, you know, if they're changing their phone after three years or four years, the phone will still get software updates. I mean, it's usually about six years, you know, before it finally just won't work just because the capabilities of the phones are restricted, you know, once we, we get to that point. But, you know, I don't think that if you do have last year's phone, you need to be upgrading to this year's phone. What people have said to me though is about the battery on the 14 and the 14 Pro and I have noticed myself I don't know if you've checked this now if you go and check the battery health my battery health is about 89 to 90% now there's no way that that would have been if, if I go back to my 13 Pro that would be at this stage you know a year later I would have had 94 95% yeah. battery health so there is and I do find that the 14 does heat up quite a bit now in saying that, what I will say to you is, you know, I'm not sure whether it's down to software because obviously there's an awful lot more stuff on the 14 that will carry over to the 15. So I don't know, you know, in terms of battery life, if we're going to be talking about, it'd be interesting to come back next year and see what the battery health is like on the 15 Pro and Pro Max compared to the 14 Pro and Pro Max this year. But if it's software, that can be fixed. If it's a hardware thing, you know, and it's the battery itself is just, you know, needs to be changed. That's a much cheaper fix than buying a whole new phone. So if it's a case that people are, are, are considering upgrading their phones because of the battery and you've got a 14, I would say look at, you know, replacing the battery first before you go and spend 1489 euro on a Pro Max. Mm-hmm. But just because it's the latest phone, there's not enough compelling features there between the two to upgrade. No, totally. I, I'd love to know what you think. Look, if you are somebody who has been a loyal upgrader of iPhones over the years, is there enough of an impetus to move and to part with your cash to get one? Uh, you can email techtalk at newstalk.com. Uh, Kira O'Brien of the Irish Times, as always, thanks so much. Thank you very much. Uh, last week on the show, I had a 55-inch N19 TV from Telefunken to give away, and the winner was Olive Murphy from Nace in County Kildare. But guess what? I have another one to give away. Uh, it is, as I said, a 55-inch N19 TV, which has a frameless 4K UHD LED display. You can watch my full review of it over on the News Talk YouTube channel. But if you want one of your own, simply tell me what amazing TV show is this the iconic theme tune for? God, it's good, isn't it? Uh, text the word TV plus your name and answer to 53106 at a cost of 30 cent. The winner will be announced on next week's show. You can get more information on the TV on telefunkenelectronics.ie. Now, when we come back here on News Talk 10 years on from Going Bust, what is Bebo's legacy? <laughs> 